coming up on today's episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. This week, we are hosting a match, allowances versus money pants. The majority of Americans believe it is critical for parents to teach their children to be financially responsible. So most parents pay their children a weekly allowance with the expectation that it will teach their children to be financially savvy. But is this approach actually working? How well does an allowance actually prepare children to become financially responsible adults? We will be breaking down exactly what qualities make an adult financially responsible. We will then be comparing an allowance with the money pants approach and show why money pants clearly beats out an allowance every time. We will also discuss why some parents have decided to forego paying their kids entirely and why that could be a mistake. All this and more, but first, the joke of the day. A Jewish rabbi goes to get his hair cut at the barber's. As he's about to pay, the barber refuses and says, No, rabbi, you're doing God's work. This haircut is free. The next day, the barber goes into a shop to find 12 fresh fish on his doorstep from the rabbi. A week later, the barber's cutting a Catholic priest's hair. And as the priest gets out his money to pay, the barber says, No, father, you're doing God's work. This haircut is free. The next day, the barber finds 12 freshly baked loaves of bread on his doorstep. A couple weeks later, the barber is cutting an LDS missionary's hair, and the missionary is about to pay. Once again, the barber refuses and says, No, you're doing God's work. This haircut is free. The next morning, the barber goes to a shop to find 12 missionaries on his doorstep. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. We're your hosts, Hannah and Fontaine Judd, and we're the proud parents of eight sons and seven daughters, ranging in age from newborn to college student. We're both BYU graduates and the creators of Money Pants. Head on over to CaptainMoneyPants.com to learn more about what we do and what we're all about. We believe every person on this planet has been given at least one superpower to help them accomplish their unique mission in life. But the only way to unlock those superpowers is through work ethic. That's when greatness happens. And that's where Money Pants comes in. Money Pants is the complete tool set for cultivating work ethic in all aspects of a person's life. Today's topic is Money Pants versus Allowances. You know, <laughs> Hannah, it kind of sounds like a prize fight. In this corner, weighing in at 188 pounds, the spokesman of the spoiled, the lackluster lounge lizard of laziness, the master of disaster, Dr. Entitlement! And in this corner, weighing in at a lean 205 pounds, the walking warehouse of work ethic, the sage of satisfying superpowers, the colossal Captain Money Pants! Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> That's what it's, it kind of feels like a prize fight, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, we are going to kind of compare how, because, you know, on the website it says, so much smarter than an allowance. Money Pants is so much smarter than an allowance. Because it's not actually an allowance. We don't say, oh, it's a good, it's the best type of allowance. We say it's better than an allowance. It's because it's not. Money Pants is not an allowance. And I think, and I wanted to kind of compare the two. Like, what's the difference between an allowance and Money Pants? And, well, I think, first off, we should probably define what yeah, an allowance different is. Different people have different uh, definitions for an allowance. Some people say that if you connect work to the pay, 
they don't call it an allowance anymore. And other people, yeah, if you're paying your kids money, that's an allowance, okay. regardless of whether it's connected to work. So different people have different definitions. But ba- of, the basic concept, is. though, is any money that parents pay their kids is an allowance, kind of. That, yeah. That's kind yeah. of how they, that's that's, kind of how they that's define it. Um, that's the more common definition. But we did have one person once chime in to one of our blogs and give us all these definitions and telling us, oh, no, this is what an allowance is and and telling us, you know, and being very specific. And so, yeah, there are different people have different definitions. So but, but the definition we're going to go with today is an allowance is when you give your kids a certain amount of money, usually on a weekly basis, and it's sometimes tied to chores. That's that's the conventional definition of allowance. We're going to go with that. And it, what, just a little bit of backstory. I found it interesting when we were researching this topic, Hannah. You told me that the because I, I thought allowances came into vogue like in the eighties. Turns out the concept of an allowance as we understand it today was came about in about nineteen twelve. Yeah, that's when it became popular. <laughs> yeah, according brought, to Wikipedia. So. so I was kind of surprised about that. I'm like, wow, it's been around for this concept has been around for a long time. Well, I remember watching the Andy Griffith show with the kids and the dad had his son earning an allowance for doing his chores. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of the understood uh, understood at that time that hey, you can earn your pocket money from getting your chores done. That was the that was the expectation. Yeah. So, I guess the real question is why do parents pay their kids allowances and we we've talked about this where we've talked about this a little bit what why why would pay, parents pay their kids an allowance and we had to think about it and we're like, well, and we did some research and we finally kind of distilled it down into the main idea. The main reason parents pay their kids an allowance is on some level, whether it's specific or otherwise, they want their kids to learn to become financially responsible adults. That's the end goal. Now, some parents obviously will pay their kids an allowance just to get them out of their hair or because they want their kids to handle money or whatever. But deep down at the, at the end of the day, the end goal, for the most part, is parents pay their kids an allowance to teach them to become financially responsible adults. That's that's what they want. That's their hope, actually. And that, and we actually found out that ninety-two percent of Americans believe it's important for their kids to understand how to effectively manage their money. Ninety-two percent. And that was from the uh, the CPAs. Um, their study that they did. Yeah. The. Uh, uh, American Institute of CPAs. Yeah, the American Institute of CPAs. When they interviewed people, ninety-two percent, the vast majority of people, were like, "Yeah, it's really important to teach your kids to become financially responsible." And one of the ways they decided to do that, a lot of parents, more than half, you give an allowance of some sort in this country, and the expectations are, and here they are. These are the expectations. They want. When, when, when parents pay their kids an allowance, these are, these, they have five basic expectations when they, when they pay these allowances. They want someone who's, who works and earns money for their... Ex- oh, let me back up. The expectations are that their kids will become financially responsible. And we had to define that. What does financial responsibility mean? Well, it's someone... Then there's five parts of it. Someone who works and earns money for their expenses. In other words, they're not living in mom's basement. Uh, they're, it's an adult who pays their bills and obligations on time, you know, and actually that, that's how credit companies define financial responsibility. 
Um, it's, it's an adult who has discipline and foresight to set money aside for future goals and emergencies. Number four, it's an adult who creates a spending plan and sticks to it. And number five is someone who avoids debt. And those are the basic expectations that parents have when they give their kids money, is that this when they give their kids an allowance, that their kids will learn these things. That they'll learn, one, to, to work and earn their money. Number two, they'll learn to pay their bills and obligations on time. Number three, they'll, they'll develop discipline and foresight to set money aside. Number four, they'll, they'll create a spending plan and stick to it. And number five, they'll avoid debt. Yeah. Those are the end goals, the expectations when you give kids well, yeah, they're hoping that the allowance will be abridged, leading to yeah. those qualities of uh, a financially responsible adult. And we're going to so let's break those down. Um, expectation number one is that giving a kids an allowance will teach them to become someone who works and earns money. For parents who don't tie allowances to chores, that's kind of a silly expectation, yet it's still there that somehow. If I give my kids money, they'll want to work. Like, <laughs> it's laughable if you think about it, but that's, that's actually the expectation, that somehow my kids will learn work ethic if I give them money. And it's, how, how would they learn that? If they, if they never have a job to do, how are they going to learn to work? So that's kind of a silly expectation. But for the parents that do tie allowances to chores, okay, well, that, that has more of a chance to be successful. <laughs> <laughs> the kids learning to work if their allowance is tied to chores. The well, problem, though, is that a lot of times when parents tie allowances to chores, the parents are like, what have I done? <laughs> I've just given myself another task because now I have to be the one to track the chores and the kids are fighting me on it and I have to do inspections and then they're complaining that it's not fair because Billy got paid more or he I did more work for him than he did. And, and or they don't want to work because they have all the money they want or, mm-hmm. and so they take a break from working and which is then even more frustrating. Well, you just end up nagging your kids to try to get them to work. Yeah. And well, and then uh, then there's the question of how, how to who gets paid what, where then I've heard this before where oh well the older the kids get the more you should pay them, and I'm like well, really, what why because you're older you get paid more if they're contributing more yeah maybe if they're doing more things or or maybe higher end things but no it's just kind of across the board there's this mentality that older kids should get paid more because they have more expenses and I'm thinking man wouldn't it be great if society worked that way. The older I get, the the more I make because I have more expenses. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. No, the, the the whole idea is that it's kind of a hard thing to manage when you don't have like rules set up of who gets paid what. The, the, you were telling me about a mom blogger, Hannah, who she she just finally gave up. She's like, I, I can't oh, yeah. do allowances. She but. was like, because there were too many question marks on how to handle these issues. Um, so finally she's like, you know what? I'm just going to give my kids money at the end of the week and not have it tied to chores because she didn't want to deal with trying to f- figure all that out. She just gave up on it. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to give the kids money so they can have money to handle and I'm going to give it to them based on how old they are. My five-year-old gets $5. My six-year-old gets $6. And, and, my seven-year-old gets seven and that my... will be simple simple for me and not a headache for me. And But they're going to learn to be 
financially responsible. Well, no, but didn't she also say, though, that the kids are going to live if and she decided if the kids live in the house, they're just if you live here, you got to do chores. Yeah, if if you eat my food and live in my house, uh, you know, you need to be doing chores and I'm not going to pay you for that. And and I when people left comments on her blog, they would say the same thing. They'd say, "Yeah, my kids live in my house, so, you know, I expect them to do chores because they live here and they yeah. eat food." And and but then I give them this allowance that's not connected to that. But then the the question in my brain was, "Okay, so what if you have a kid that doesn't help out at home and doesn't do the chores. Are you going to stop feeding them? Are you going <laughs> to kick your nine-year-old out of the house? What, yeah, what recourse what's, do you have? What's what's the game plan there if you have a kid who doesn't want to cooperate? Are you going to start nagging them? Are you going to put them on a guilt trip? Are you not going to talk to them for a week? What What's your what's the big plan there? And all, all of a sudden, these grand plans kind of fall flat. So, like, so that's kind of a big question mark. So... And naturally, I'm like, I think it's better to connect their their uh, pay to things that they want to how well they're contributing at home. That makes sense. So, well, no, they, you had that experience where you, you knew a family growing up and they did the same thing where they paid the kids by age. So the 12-year-old got $12 a week, the 8-year-old got $8 a week, the 5-year-old got $5 a week. Yes, and it actually created a little bit of resentment because... Uh, some of the younger kids were actually contributing more at home than some of the older kids. Some of the older kids were wouldn't lift a finger. No, no, we've talked about that in the past. Re- teenage retirement. Yeah, I'm sixteen. Like, I don't I'm need 16 to work anymore. Right? And I'm too busy, mom. Yeah. Not, not cleaning their room. Not you know, not doing their chores. Yet when it came to um, allowance time, the older kids were getting paid almost double that of of some of the younger kids simply because they were older so therefore they deserved more a better a, a better allowance and so if you were that kid you know how would that make you feel of wait kind of so de- demotivates you to help out and, and i like what you said though the um, um not animosity um resentment or you, you resent your parents you resent your older sibling like why I'm working harder than they are, yet they're getting more money. My parents aren't being fair, and my older sibling is milking it, and I'm stuck holding the bag. Like I don't know. That just seems like that's a recipe for disaster. That doesn't engender family unity. I will say that. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I, I don't think it did in that family. So expectation number one when giving a kids, kids an allowance is that you're going to raise someone who, who works and earns money. And that doesn't really seem to be happening when people give their kids an allowance by and large expectation number two is that giving your kids an allowance will raise them to be or will will teach them to pay bills and obligations on time so and keep in mind this is the definition of a responsible a financially responsible adult and it's the expectation of the allowance. Yeah. And so one of the characteristics of a financially responsible adult is that they pay their bills and obligations on time. So how does... That's literally how the credit credit companies determine yeah. your credit so worthiness. How does they paying, track that stuff. How does paying your child an allowance teach them to pay bills and obligations on time? It doesn't. Because they have no bills and obligations. How would it possibly... Like, okay... If you're like, hey, Billy, 
here's the money that you're going to need for football. Well, that's one thing. But no, allowances by default aren't like that. They're like, here's money. Go spend on whatever you want. Did, wasn't that your experience when your parents did an allowance, Hannah? Did them? they say, go spend this money? Wasn't that the idea? Yeah, it was just my pocket money. It was my money to, you can do what you want with this. I Yeah. And I think that's how I, most parents are. It's like, oh, there's your allowance. Go spend it on what you want. And so I even though I, they, even though they have this expectation that somehow it's going to teach them to learn to pay bills yeah. and obligations so, on time, but they don't give them bills or obligations. So how could it possibly teach? So that? one one mom blogger, and I've mentioned this before. She she called baloney sandwich on this. She right. said. Okay, so, you know, people say that this is going to teach my kids uh, to be financially responsible, and that's not what I'm seeing. I, I give them all this money, and I'm already giving them a lot of stuff for free, and then I'm giving them more money on top of that, and they just go blow it on toys and garbage and all sorts of stuff, movie tickets, and I, and she's like, how is that even remotely preparing them to be financially responsible when my husband and I... We bring home money. Most of our money goes towards our bills and obligations. We can only spend a small part of our income on frivolous things. And yet I'm teaching my kids that, hey, you got money? Uh, Here, let it burn a hole in your pocket. (laughs) It's for you to play with. If you have money in your hands, it's for fun. It's for fun. And she's like, that's not preparing them to be responsible. Nor is it reality. Yeah. Well, no, and that, but that brings up a good point. So you give your kids an allowance and then one day when they turn 18 uh, and, or go off to college and all of a sudden, what? Now they're responsible for clothes, rent, utilities. And they're like, um, what do I do? And that's when they get a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because and they're, they're used they to go- anytime they had money, they could spend it on however they want. And now all of a sudden they can't. That's going to be a real shocker. Yeah. It's going to be a real wake-up call. Maybe maybe that's not the most effective way. Yeah, it, 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 that's a lot of stress all at once. But unfortunately, that is one of the yeah. expectations when giving kids an allowance is that they'll learn to pay bills and obligations. But once again, that expectation kind of falls flat. Is that really going to teach them to be financially responsible? No. And I think and that's part of the problem, Hannah, is I think... Because nobody's actually thought it through or spelled it out or explained it, and this is just kind of a tradition in our country, parents don't realize that, that what their expectations are and the fact that what they're doing will never meet their expectations. Well, part of it is they use words like, it'll teach them to be financially responsible, but they never break down what it means to be financially responsible and go, okay, wait, how how is that leading to that? <laughs> and so that's what we're doing right now. We're saying, okay... This is what it means to be a financially responsible adult. Okay, how is the allowance teaching this? So far, this, it's 0 for 2. <laughs> yeah, how, how are your children developing these skills by handing them money each week? So, all right, next one. Number three, expectation number three is that handing kids an allowance will teach them discipline and foresight to set money aside for future goals and emergencies. Again, to be a responsible adult. Which is what everybody should do. Um, yeah, and one article in U.S. News and World Report, when they were talking about the pros of an allowance, they're like, yeah, you know, because it's 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 going to teach them to save for things they want because um, one week they'll blow all their money 
and they'll realize they don't have money for something else they want. And so they're going to have to save up for it. So it's going to teach them to save their money mm-hmm. and, and have a savings plan. And so that was listed as one of the pros of an allowance. But what was interesting is that's the expectation. That's the reasoning. But the study, okay, what was the name of the group that did the study? The American Institute of CPAs. The American Institute of CPAs. They did They did a study on allowance. They commissioned a study on it. And they interviewed a thousand families about their allowance and their allowance habits And the thing that was shocking about it was they discovered that only 3% of the kids who received an allowance had any sort of savings. How much? 3%. (laughs) So so expectation, reality. Expectation, your kids are going to learn to save. Reality, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, 97% of them are not doing that. 97%. (laughs) Don't don't care uh, one iota about, about savings. savings. So unfortunately, this whole idea of handing your kids money in the form of an allowance and expecting that to teach your kids to plan ahead is a bunch of hooey. It just it won't happen. Um, and and well, that was the other thing in this study that the the CPA group they commissioned they they found that what what did the what did the kids spend their money on though. Was it like, oh, they spent it? They 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 spent it on a bike, or they spent it on on school books or, or art supplies? No, no, the vast majority of the money was spent on outings with friends, devices and downloads, and toys. In other words, fun. the The money was not spent in any way on helpful things or useful things. It was just basically money to blow, and with not a not a second thought about savings or the future. So so yeah, if you if your goal is hey, I want my kid to have pocket money, I want them to have money to blow, then you have the the right expectation, but if you're expecting for it to be teaching them financial responsibility, money management skills, that's not happening. Yeah, and that unfortunately is the expectation that it's going to teach them management skills and it doesn't. So expectation number three kind of falls flat, which leads to expectation number four. When giving kids an allowance, parents expect that it will teach them to budget. Budget. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed. I, um, I don't mean to laugh, but this, this, uh, this, this expectation is so ridiculous to me. Where, and I'll back up a second. When you, first of all, I, I think there's a problem when we use the word budget. Because people, when they hear the word budget, they cringe. They're, there's this part of their heart that shrinks. Their stomach gets turned in knots. They, they just, the, this, the, the hair on the back of their neck stands up. They, their skin gets all pimply. Like they just, they, they, <laughs> they get goosebumps all over, their, all over their arms. They just, I don't know the budget because it's this bad it's, it's thing. A, it's a dirty word. It really. is. Because, oh, you're going to go to a budget motel. It means you have no money. You're super cheap. You can't spend anything. And you got to be stingy. Like that's unfortunately. The, I'm on a budget. That I'm means budget. I can't spend money. It's like saying I'm on a diet. I can't eat. Is <laughs> <laughs> what, what it means. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the equivalent. The same, same idea. And, no. and that's not actually what a budget is, but that's most people's perception. And the reason I say it's people's perception is because also from U.S. News and World Report, they had uh, one article where they they took top financial advisors and asked them, hey, what are the number one mistakes that parents are making 
with their money. Mm-hmm. And the, the top two listed were about that the parents weren't setting a good example for their kids. And number two was they didn't have, have a written out budget, yeah. a, written, a, a written out plan for their money. And it, it's funny because it, you can't teach what you don't know yourself. Well, that's just it. You're, you're hoping by giving your kids money that they'll learn to budget. That, that Because that's how you budget. Well, it's, a, it's an that's absurd... That's how you budget. It's an because, absurd that's expectation. that's actually not a budget. That's the lack of a budget. Yeah, but, but it's because it's, parents themselves don't know how to budget. How could you possibly expect your kid to suddenly glean it if you don't know it yourself, you're not setting an example and you're not teaching it. So so anyway, they had a, a review. Another article had a review of, hey, you know, most high schools in most states don't, do not teach any sort of financial management skills. So you probably didn't learn it. There's a good chance well, you didn't problem. learn it and ever. We've, we've lamented this before yeah. on the, the podcast where, when, when do you learn this stuff? Who teaches this? Right. Nobody. So, so anyway, they had a really simple like review of, hey, here's how you do a budget. <laughs> here's a budget. Here's a budget. What you do is you calculate uh, how much money you're going to be earning that year based off of how much money you earn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you write down what your expenses are for each month. And then you decide like how much you want to set aside for savings, you know, because you don't want to spend 100% of your income on on bills and mm-hmm. and then you you subtract all that you see what you have left and you decide where you want that money to go and what's that, important and that's a budget it's a plan that's all it is it's a spending plan yeah and where are the money's gonna go where before, do you want, before you get it though that's the key yeah you make a plan before you get the money and so you know what you can spend and you know what where your money's going and you know whether or not you have money for things that you want and or, and what you know, and then you can go. Hey, I don't have money for things I want. Huh? What can I cut out here? Ah. And it's it's empowering because then you can get what you want. Yeah, but, but you you know what's what what what's going on. But the, the funny thing is, we have noticed and lamented this many times. There are all these budgeting apps you can buy. Um, you know, for your phone, they're they're called budgeting apps, but they are not budgeting apps. They're tracking apps. They track your spending. You spent this much money on this. You spent that much money on that. Mm-hmm. That's not budgeting. Yep. Budgeting is when you create a plan and you say, do the steps that I just described. It's when you create a plan. Well, you it's have easy it to see down. where you spent your money. It's harder to plan yeah. where you're going Quite to spend Quite frankly, your money. my bank statement tells me what I spent my money on. Yeah. I, I don't need... Um, but, but they're tracking apps... But they call them budgeting apps, but they don't budget. So that's part of the problem is we have just have a misunderstanding, a, a, a wrong definition of budgeting, first of all. Yeah, that's not what budgeting is. Anyway, so, all right, so we're back to that question. Does handing your kid money each week teach them to create a spending plan? No, Hannah, when you, got, when you were a kid, you got an allowance. I did too. Huh. It was very short-lived though in my family. It was a week. But you, if I remember, you said your your family, you guys did it longer than that. Yeah, I, I was little when I got my first allowance. Did, and it, did it teach you My mom and dad, we were in the car. I remember it very clearly. We were in the car. And my mom and dad turned around and handed me uh, some quarters and dimes and said, this is for you, Hannah. And I'm like, it's for me? Why? 
What for? Well, it's money for you to spend. What for? Well, it's just money for you. You can save it. You can spend it. And I was like, I don't know. It was equivalent to Halloween, you know, kind of that mind-blowing thing of, wait, everybody's giving out candy for free? <laughs> wait, why? <laughs> okay. Okay, let's let's do did, this. And did it did um, it teach you to budget, Hannah? No, I what I did is I put most of my I I had a piggy bank and I put my money in the piggy bank. And and I did that for the rest of my life and then when I was a teenager I had a couple thousand dollars in there and I blew it all on really stupid things. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> asked me if I wanted to buy a bike. And it was a really expensive bike. And I said, sure, I have the money for that. And I bought myself a really expensive bike. And I, looking back, I would never, even now, I wouldn't spend that much money on a bike. I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't even remember why somebody, why I did that. Because I, Well, what's the phrase? A fool and his money are soon parted. Yeah. Where, Hannah, you and I... We and the both made rest, that mistake. and the rest of my money, I blew on car insurance. Yep, yep. And um, and because I didn't know how to shop for it, mm-hmm. and I just I bought the most expensive policy in the world. Somebody encouraged me because I had a paper route when I was a kid, and I didn't have a budget. And somebody encouraged me to buy something that I didn't need, but because it came from a, this a respectable source, I'm like, oh, okay. And I spent a lot of money on a very expensive bike because I didn't have. A spending plan. I didn't have a spending plan either, and a bike was not one of my things I would have spent my money on. So this <laughs> expectation that giving kids an allowance will somehow teach them to learn how to budget is ridiculous. It's like it's it's an absurd expectation. It's like throwing meat to a tiger and claiming that that will teach the tiger to hunt. <laughs> It just doesn't, I guess we'll talk about that in a second, but this idea that giving kids money will teach them the budget is is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it, that it will teach them to make a plan for their money so their money actually goes to the things that they need and want. Nope. Um, just handing them money does not, does Un- not unfortunately, do that. And unfortunately, parents who have that expectation are going to be disappointed. Which, and that leads to expectation number five, and that is... By giving your kids an allowance, it will teach them to avoid debt. Well, unfortunately, I think we can the proof's say, in the pudding. We can say rather <laughs> emphatically, this has not worked out. Well, okay, in our if country, the, if if the majority of people are giving their kids an allowance since 1912. Well, well, I don't know. All I know is right now. I don't know back in 1912, but right now, the majority of people in America give their kids an allowance. Um, it varies how much, but most people are giving their kids an allowance. That, yes. would, that would suggest that the majority of children are learning to avoid debt, right? Yeah, and, and be financially responsible. Yet if you look at the numbers... It's not so great. In fact, since 2004, the Wall Street Journal recently had an article like a month ago how about how consumer debt since 2004 has gone up by 34%. In and, 16 years. Yeah, and that's adjusted for inflation and, and consumer debt. That means it's not counting housing debt because we all know housing's you know, skyrocketed. Through the roof, yeah. Uh, but that's people spending money on cars and um, in debt for their cars. In, in the debt. past decade and a half, consumer debt has risen 34 
percent. Yeah. Clearly, um, allowances are not teaching people, people to avoid debt. People making about a hundred thousand dollars a year and more have, on average, more than ninety thousand dollars of consumer debt. People making between fifty thousand and a hundred thousand have more than thirty thousand dollars of consumer debt. It's it's crushing debt, and it's gotten it's gotten a lot worse. Well, no, and that's why. And so, so what we're doing, if 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 our big strategy for teaching kids to be financially to be good with money and financially responsible, if our big strategy is, hey, we give our kids allowances, it's clearly not working. Yeah, the evidence would suggest, hey. That doesn't actually teach this. Well, no, that, that study, the again, going back to the CPA study, they said, you know, the majority of the parents claimed that they talked to their kids about money. But that's not being reflected on how their kids are spending money because actions speak louder than words. The kids see how the parents are spending money. Yeah, but, but they're, they're not, not getting they're the not, memo. They're not through actually the allowance. the allowance isn't actually giving them practice of of being financially responsible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not teaching them those skills and those things that they would need. And instead, to- we're seeing a massive rise in consumer debt, it, crushing consumer debt, which is, um, you know, which has give, given rise to people like uh, Dave Ramsey, who is on a mission to help people get out, dig themselves out of these giant holes that they've uh, jumped into. Yeah, well, and when I was reading, uh, you know, all the different people's blogs about should I or should I not pay an allowance, one of one of the the cons of paying an allowance was, well, if your kids mishandle the money, they they expect a financial bailout. Good grief! And I'm like, okay, that means you're giving them a financial bailout if they're expecting it. What? Why would they expect that if you're if you're that door isn't open. So uh, one person was like, yeah, they're always expecting a financial bailout if they spent their money on something stupid and then need it for something else. But what lesson is and that teaching them? I'm like, what? oh, well, that's that's going to contribute to to the, hey, I, I'll just get a credit card or I'll you know, find some other... It, it's not actually teaching the lessons that no. are going to take them in the right direction financially. So... Uh, so that's kind of those are those are the five main expectations that are associated with allowances, whether overt or uh, uh, I don't know what would be the term where whether where the parents are explicit about that's what they want or it's kind of subconscious. These are the these are the yeah. five. They they hope that by giving their kids an allowance, they'll become. Uh, well, well, they become financially no, no, responsible no, 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 no. adults. They never, yeah, but they never define. They're like, I want them to learn to handle money. I want them to have financial literacy. I want them to, um, they use these terms, but they never think about what these terms actually I love, mean. I want them to learn how to budget and save. And, and yeah. it turns out that as we've broken it down, allowances actually don't really help with any of those things. Those five expectations... Um, almost universally fall flat and here's the problem is it what muddies the water hannah is there are always going to be those kids no matter what that are going to be they're going to pick up on things and there's always going to be that kid who you know is financially smart and savvy and picks up and goes oh okay i get it i'll take the money and i'll put some of it in savings or i'll invest it here and they'll be fine yeah yeah we have we have a son in fact we called him captain money pants before we had this business (laughs) 
and we actually named this after him. But if we had been terrible parents and hadn't taught him anything about money, he would have figured it out. Yeah. Because he enjoys numbers and he enjoys... Um, it, he's just into that, and, and he's, he's meticulous, he's and he thinks guy. about yeah. things and, and makes it, it, it and decisions are, carefully. But, but That's just people, who he is. There are people like that, who are just yeah. like that. There are going to be kids like that. Yeah, it, 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 no matter what we did, he would still so, be careful with his money. But and, by and large, by and large, we can say with a high degree of certainty that allowances aren't doing what parents are hoping. They're just not meeting up with expectations. So that's that's the allowance. There you go. So in this corner, in all the allowance corner, there you go. There's their that's the fighting style, and it's not so great. Now we're gonna go over to the other corner where we got Captain Money Pants. And let's see how Money Pants kind of stacks up here. Yeah, let's go through those same expectations. So yeah, how does how does Money Pants or does Money Pants help children become financially responsible adults? Does it? And I think proofs in the pudding. I think first off, Hannah, we, you mentioned our one son who is just, he's always been good with money. He just always had money, was always smart with his money, always made good financial decisions. And I have no qualms, no worries that he's going to go and be financially just fine. But we have another child who's on her own, who has since left the nest, who when she was younger, money would burn a hole in her pocket. She was extremely impulsive. Now, don't get me wrong, she was very generous. And she would buy lavish gifts for her friends and family members. And She was very generous with her money. Yeah, always very generous. She was incredibly impulsive and she could not hold on to a dollar for the life of her. It just would disappear. Yeah, and she's and also she had like a, what we call a yellow personality yeah. where number one hey, value. I want to have fun. Yep, <laughs> let's let's go do that. That's and, fun. And nobody but and nobody could tell her what to do. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Well, we put her on money pants, and here she is now. She's oh wow, she's twenty. She turned twenty. Just turned twenty, and she pays for her own housing, pays for her own food, own clothes, own makeup, own jewelry, her own schooling. And on top of that, she saved up $10,000 in cash to buy her, her dream car. It's mm-hmm. a used car, but it was her... The she car, researched she, all the she cars. She had and, yep. one in mind that she... It was the car she wanted. And, and I would, I'm going to point this out. She even called and asked Dad for advice. <laughs> whether she should finance. And I was very proud of myself. I'm like, no, no, and no. That's the worst... Horrible idea. Don't go into debt. And she listened. And she got, she saved up enough money. And she's thrilled. She's thrilled with her purchase. Yeah. Oh, and she buys her own car insurance. And her own, everything. Yeah, everything. She's, she is she's financially independent. 100%. But she's debt free. If She's debt free. And, but this is incredible because... That's not her That's, personality. That was not her trajectory. No. That is not her personality. And so, when we say the proof's in the pudding, if this child can be that financially responsible, anybody can. Yeah, like and everybody should. Yeah, it, it's totally doable. But if I was pointing out my other kid, it would be like, uh, oh well, that's. <laughs> we yeah. can't actually take credit for that. That's a personality thing. Yeah. But this was contrary to personality. Um, and I, it's interesting, and, though, Hannah. You mentioned though that it also affects who she dates. She actually yeah. doesn't like people. She doesn't like dating people 
who are financially irresponsible. It, it, it gives her anxiety. Her out. Yeah. yeah, it stresses her out. Where she's like, "You didn't think about that purchase at all. Wait, when we get married, are you going to do that?" Yeah. So she um, actually even, no. <laughs> she even dates financially responsibly. Yeah, actually, yeah, she's dating someone extremely financially responsible. Right now, right she's now. yeah. Oh. So, um, money pants actually has the exact same expectations as parents who give their kids allowances. No, nothing has changed. So they're, they're the same five basic expectations that if you use money pants, you, this is what you can expect. You're going to have raise uh, financially responsible adults, someone who works and earns money for their expenses, someone who pays bills and obligations on time, someone who has discipline and foresight to set money aside for future goals and emergencies, someone who creates a spending plan and sticks to it, and somebody who avoids debt. Those are the those are the same five expectations that parents have with an allowance. Let's see how they stack up though with it comes to money pants. So number one, expectation number one, you're, you're expecting someone who works and earns money, uh, who works hard and earns their money. Well, that's the nice thing about money pants. All the jobs are clearly laid out. Everyone has to have jobs in order to earn money, and it's neat because you can say, oh, if you want money, here are the jobs that you, we expect. And all of a sudden, there's this great association with money and work and work ethic. And the other thing is, is, and that was one of the complaints is when parents would give kids chores, it was an added burden on the parents because now they got to track the chores. They got to inspect the chores. They got to um, keep track of what requires, what, the, what each job requires and who does what. And they're doing the rotating job charts. And it's just, it sounds like a big headache because it is. But with money pants, it's all right there. It makes job management easy. Um, you keep the same job for an entire year. The app automatically tallies your money, automatically tracks your progress. Um, it has these clear check checklists of what, what whether the job is done or not. And on payday, or anytime you earn money, it distributes that money that you earned to the piggy banks. Like, not too shabby. Expectation met. So, expectation number two is that you know well uh, with expectation number one the kids get a very clear sense that if they if they want to earn money they need to work for it right and and they carry that with them for the rest of their lives of oh i want that okay how do i work for it Hmm. um and it's not this oh i have to work wait what you know it's it's i'm so used to people handing me money yeah they're they jump at opportunities of that require work mm-hmm. they're not like nah, i don't want to do that they're like okay that's what i want yeah uh, they're ready they're ready to work, to work for yep. it so expectation number two is that kids will learn to pay bills and obligations on time they'll become these responsible adults well with with an allowance they didn't have bills and yeah so it was really kind of a moot point you couldn't it, how would you learn that if you never have that it, i don't know it, it I, I want you to learn how to tie your shoes but it, I'm never going to give you shoes. You're never going to have shoes. Like, how would you ever learn? Right. Money pants, the whole idea is that you're taking some of the financial responsibilities of, hey, I, you know, instead of me paying for soccer, you're going to pay for soccer and I'm going to give you the opportunity to earn it. By doing jobs By, around the house, yeah. developing your habits and your super in your superpowers yeah. and, and being a contributing here at home and managing your own money. Yeah, and so it gives them some mock bills to pay. So of, oh, well, you have soccer registration coming up. 
you have soccer um, cleats, jersey. Yeah, or, or you have um, each month you have to pay for dance. Yeah, um, and and so they have these financial obligations. And if you don't earn enough money, there won't be enough money in the piggy bank for you to pay your bills. And so it teaches them really quickly. Oh wait, I need to work, and I need to work consistently in order to have enough money to pay my bills on time. Oh, I see how this works. And uh, and the thing is, though, if they don't earn enough money, the app will actually dip into their fund money and put take that money and put it in the piggy bank that for for dance registration or for soccer registration, these upcoming bills. So it's actually kind of a little primer for real life because if you don't have enough money to pay your bills, you're not going to have fun money. Yeah, you're not going to be going out to eat or going on vacation. And so it's a little dose of reality there. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, you better make sure you you earn the money you're supposed to earn to pay your bills. And if you do a good job on that, then you'll have fun money. Yeah. And so and it, using this technique actually also eases uh, the transition into adulthood because it won't be a sudden shock where, wait, I don't have fun money? I, wait. I, I need Wait, money to I pay my... I can't go out with my friends because... And why don't I have money for my bills? My bill is due and I don't have money. Well, the app actually takes care of that and helps make sure that when the bill is due, you'll have money in that piggy bank, provided you work. So expectation number two, that the kids will learn to pay bills and obligations on time. Huh. This is a good start. It's a good bridge into it's a good introduction. reality. Yeah. Yep. Expectation number three is that the kids will learn discipline and foresight to set money aside for future goals and emergencies. Well, Money Pants does that in spades. Yeah. It automatically, as soon as you earn any money, it automatically applies the 10, 10, and 10 rule. 10% goes to donations, then the next amount of money goes to pay all the bills, and then 10% goes into savings. And only after bills and savings and everything else, only then does the money go into fun money. So the kids learn by default that the app helps them develop that discipline of putting, uh, donating and helping others first, then putting money into, into the, the, their bills, then putting money into savings. And only then, after they've taken care of those things, only then is the money, there going to be money left over for fun. Yeah, and, the, and it also gets them used to the idea of, hey, 70% of my money goes towards bills. Where how, how many adults, you know, buy a house that pushes them to the very edge of their income? No, you're going to be in great shape if, you, if your bills never exceed 70% of your income. Yeah, yeah. If, if they follow, um, so you have your kids practicing the 10, 10, and 10 rule from the time they're kids. They're going to be used to it. They're going to be used to it. There's a much higher likelihood mm-hmm. that they're going to follow something similar or the same thing as they become adults because that's what they're going to be comfortable with. That's what they expect. That's what. Mm-hmm. That's how you you do money. That's how. That's how it is. That's how it is in their minds because that's how they grew up doing that. And the thing is, though, Hannah, they can still make mistakes, especially with the fun money, but it's only ten percent of their money. It's only ten percent of their money, and it's their money that they earned. As opposed, yeah, it's, it's their to, money. Yeah, I noticed um, one of the things I noticed as I researched this is and reading just different people's experiences and the different blogs was when people paid an allowance, 
the parents still felt like, oh, this was my money. They had a vested interest and in how the money was spent. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And so instead of being like, oh, man, they blew their money, it was like, no, you're not allowed blowing the money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's my money. And no, you're not. And they would say, no, you're not spending it on that or you're not. Whereas, well, we're going back to the store. You're taking that back right now. Yeah, that's too much for that. Mm-hmm. And and whereas with money pants, hey, they've got their fun money. They, you know, it, obviously they can't buy something illegal or, you know. Yeah, there are limits to what they can drugs buy. Drugs and alcohol or But they will like make that. mistakes. But if they make, if they buy something stupid with their fun money, it does. It doesn't stress you, the parent. Out. It, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's oh, a bummer. You're disappointed. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that's frustrating. But you don't feel frustrated because, yeah, that, that was their fun money. Because you're divested from that money. It's no longer your money. It's theirs. Yeah. And they need to make those decisions, and it's awesome. And it's only ten percent of their money. And and, and you know they're not gonna. They're not going to create some sort of catastrophic event that destroys them financially. And you know they're more upset about it than you are. Which is a great teaching Yes, method. they're way more upset about it than you are. So so, so that's, yeah, it, it's you just can feel sorry for them. You don't feel angry at them. Expectation so, number three, yeah. check. Which leads to expectation number four, and that is that if you give... If you're using money pants, that your kids will learn to budget. You want you want your kids to learn to budget. Okay, money pants does an exceptional job with this. Um, as, as we explained, what budgeting was, where you look at how much money you're going to earn for that year, and then you create a plan with that money. Money pants does this. It makes it easy to do. It's all right there for you. Hannah, um, I but you love can't. This. I love this so much. This is something I've wanted for so long yeah it's just the most useful tool okay so so when you're setting up the app it will tell your child hey this year you're gonna earn x amount of money thousand bucks you're gonna earn a thousand dollars this year where do you want it to go and they can play you know okay well i wanted to go to scout camp and i you know i spend money on yeah mom and dad say i need to learn a, a, a musical instrument i want to do the guitar it, it, oh soccer's to, coming up they have to go okay that's you know this is how much money that costs and and okay. this is the coolest thing for some reason when you set boundaries people become very creative yeah and the kids go wait a minute football's four hundred dollars and i only have 600 total and how I am need i gonna new- make that work okay but maybe they have a scholarship Oh, what if I talk to the coach? They have that fundraising thing that I can participate in. And all of a sudden, they get creative and they come up with really (laughs) clever ideas on how to stretch their money. And the thing about money pants is you can't even earn a dime until you have that budget in place. Yeah. You have to have your spending plan in place before you can even start earning money. And we've talked about this, Anna. When, For some reason, when you have money in hand... Your brain goes... Your brain shuts off and... It's just the weirdest thing. If you don't have a plan in place, your Before money the money's there. Your money disappears, and it's always on stupid stuff. And you always go, "Where'd the money go?" And we talked about that. Where you know, uh, lottery winners, they they can't account for where all the money went. They don't know because it it just it grows wings and disappears. We did that whole we did that blog. Help my money's running away. Mm-hmm. Where when you don't have a plan, your money does whatever anybody else tells it. It does it it does what other people tell it to do, not you. So you got to tell your money what to do. And that's money pants does this in spades. I love this. 
And so to answer and the question. every year, your kids have to do this. They yep. have to sit down and create a plan for their money. And it's, it's, it's the, it, this exercise teaches them what an actual budget is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the correct steps for, for creating a budget. And it happens at the right time before they earn any of the money. And it, this will teach them to be financially responsible. They will know what a budget is. Yeah, because um, that's all it is. And, it's a and very they'll have had budget. year after year of practicing of, of creating a budget and understanding what it is and understanding, oh, you know, the, when they check their money, they'll see the piggy banks and they'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want that money to go to football and I, mm-hmm. I, I do want that money to go for clothing. And, and they'll they'll see the power in that and they'll want it. to keep doing it because it it puts them at ease it's empowering it's empowering and it puts them at ease they will not like not having a budget they'll give it'll stress them out to not have a budget yes. exactly and so you want to raise them this way this is how you do it you have them create a budget and money pants the app makes it easy to do as opposed to an allowance handing somebody money is not the same is creating a plan. Yeah. Not the same. Yeah, it, 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 two different things. Two different things. So, expectation number four, met. Yes. Expectation number five is that giving kids these opportunities will help them learn to avoid debt. Again, uh, money pants. Oh, you know what? We missed a point about the budgets. We mentioned that a lot of parents don't understand budgeting and therefore they can't teach it to their kids. Right. One of the benefits of Money Pants is it's not just for kids. It's the whole family. Oh, right. The whole family's using Money Pants. Including? And including the mom and dad. And they're earning their personal money as well. And they're creating budgets and sticking to budgets as well. So the kids are seeing the parents do it. So the parents are setting a good example and the kids have their own budgets that they're monitoring. Yeah. And so even if a parent, that's not something they've done or they're comfortable with. Which we've discovered most parents aren't. Um, they'll, they, they'll go through the same steps and set the example, which is which is huge. Very powerful when helping kids develop these new, new habits. Yeah, because if the kids are like, oh, I'm following a budget, but look at my parents. They just do whatever they want and they're being really irresponsible with their money yeah and putting everything on a credit card that's going to be uh that's like, that, w- a- that was listed as one of the top financial mistakes that um, parents make yep. and so you'll it, it naturally resolves that by having parents participate in the same thing setting the correct example yep. of budgeting and that goes a kids. long way so expectation number four met so expectation number five is that parents want their kids to learn to avoid debt. And I think there's the general consensus that debt is bad. But giving your kid, handing your kids money is not the same as teaching them to avoid debt. But with money pants, it's super easy because in the app, you cannot spend money you don't have. It's all cash based. So you can't actually go into debt using money pants because if you don't have the cash you can't spend it yeah well even if it's something like oh i need to borrow the family credit card to make mm-hmm. this online purchase the app won't let you do that unless um, you have enough money unless in that piggy bank. there's money in that piggy bank yep 
Um, so it doesn't, it, in no case does it let you go into debt. And I love that. And Money Pants teaches kids to avoid debt because it won't allow, allow them to go into it. And going back to the whole idea of bailing kids out, uh, if a kid needs more money, mom and dad, you don't just give them more money because that's a horrible lesson you're going to teach your kids. Yeah, Money Pants has a provision for this. It's yeah. called Job Jar. <laughs> oh, you need more money? Great. We've got more jobs here that you can, yep. uh, more and opportunities. You can, or you can go work for the neighbors. You can dig yourself you know? out of this financial hole that you've you've gotten yourself into. <laughs> yeah, well, it just if, if unexpected expenses come up or whatever, uh-huh. Money Pants ha- has opportunities there waiting for them. Opportunities not bailouts yes and i like that so expectation number five met and so the, the, i think the clear just, winner here just a second is he pooping we have a guest on the show <laughs> oh he's smiling now <laughs> your tummy feel better yeah okay like you said at the beginning we have infants through college <laughs> yep. here's yeah. one of the infants here's one of the infants he's done eating he's yeah. So, so I think it's abundantly clear, Hannah, that money pants beats out the allowance any time of the day. It's 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 a it's hardly even a fair contest. Um, but but I think it, it'd be clear. To, I think it would be fair to say that giving kids money as an attempt to teach them financial responsibility is kind of a myth. Because and it and it bothers me because it, it's it has no basis in reality. I'm going to hand my child money and that will teach them to be financially responsible. No, it won't. No, it will not. It, it's a horrible theory. I don't, I don't know who came up with that, but it's not even like a theory. It's like a, it's like a lie masquerading as a theory because it's, it's just somebody's idea that got passed off as a theory because there, there's no evidence that that would be effective. We, we said it before. It's like, it's like throwing meat to a tiger and claiming that that's going to teach the tiger to hunt. You know, here you've got this, this tiger that's been raised in captivity. It's a, at the zoo, and, and they're about to release it into the wild. And they're like, ah, what, how are we going to teach this tiger to hunt? Oh, I know. We're going to throw meat at it. And every day you throw meat at it, and is that going to, is that going to teach the tiger to hunt? No, you're, you're actually going to get the opposite effect. It's going to teach the tiger to rely on the zookeeper to feed it. Yeah, it's going to be out there in the Sahara, or, or in the... <laughs> wherever not the sahara the savannah, the savannah. It's sitting there waiting hey where's that meat that shows up yeah and pretty soon it's going to be meat itself because it's not going to last very long but on the flip side if you were to maybe send in a rabbit to the lion cage or a mouse or whatever and give it a chance to you know chase something around <laughs> it maybe at first it won't know what to do but you know it gets hungry enough those instincts are going to kick in and it's be like wait a minute that looks like food and pretty soon it'll pick up on it oh that was tasty. And then the next time you give them the opportunity, they're like, oh, I know what that is. That's food. And so instead of giving handouts, you're giving the lion or the tiger, what did I say, handout, um, lion or tiger, whichever it was. Opportunities. You're, instead of giving handouts, you're giving opportunities. And then you throw other lions in there that do know how to hunt. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, what? Baby You've lions? You've got good examples. Oh. <laughs> no, you have an example to follow. Like, exactly. There, there are other more effective tactics, basically, than just handing it a... Right. Well, no. So, so giving just handing kids money is really ineffective. Giving kids money is like giving a teenager a gun and saying, oh, yeah, it'll teach it, that'll teach him gun safety. Um... um 
No. Those are two different things. Or, or giving a teenager a car, <laughs> claiming that it will teach them how to safely drive it. No. It doesn't work that way. You have to sit down with the kid and explain things to them and give them opportunities. And they have to practice. They, and they have, have to, to practice. Well, no, they have practice. to learn the rules of the road. They have to get proper training. They have to practice. They have to have somebody monitoring them. They have to report back. They have to pass tests. Like, you don't you don't just suddenly learn how to drive a car safely because, because you have, you a, have car. a car. Anyway, so the... the, the it's the same logic. The it's exact, the same exact same logic. logic. And... But then there's the flip side, and this is where you know parents are like, "Well, then let's just get rid of let's get rid of allowances altogether." Well, yeah, the one mom blogger who who noticed it's that too, it's too hard, too complicated, too much work. No, no, it doesn't uh, do what it's supposed to do. Let's just forget it. Yeah, that was that was actually the conclusion of these different mom bloggers. One who said it was too hard, another who said, "Hey, it's not actually." Me giving the kids an allowance. It's not actually teaching them financial responsibility. <laughs> it's not all, working. <laughs> all these mom bloggers came to the same conclusion. Yep. They said, "I'm not doing. I'm not doing it because it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm not doing it." So they threw it out. But wait a minute. How is your kid supposed to uh, learn how to manage money if they don't have money? Well, there's luck. <laughs> You can so, well, no. There's the so hope. There's do, a hope and pray method. They they do need I, to handle I hope, money. I hope and pray my kids learn it because I have no idea how to teach yeah. them. Yeah, they do need to handle money. They do need to have money that they're they're um, learning to spend and budget mm-hmm. and all that. But you can't just hand them money. Yeah, and expect that well, to be enough. <laughs> that that's only part mm-hmm. of the equation. Well, no, that's just it. Allowances. Okay, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to throw them out with the bathwater. I think that's a bad idea. I think an allowance is a good place to start, but I think it's only part of the equation. It reminds me of the mom who was telling us that money pants doesn't work because she offered her kids money and they weren't interested. And it's like, yeah, because you didn't turn off the TV. Like, you you didn't give them any motive. Of course no kid's going to want it. If a kid has everything that they want, 25 cents or 10 cents for doing the dishes is not going to motivate them. But if all of a sudden they're like, oh, now you're paying for your own soccer. Oh, motivation just went way up because they're like, oh, I have uh, some bills that I need to pay. And that's 10 cents. That's 25 cents at the end of the week. That's going to, I'll get my bonus. That's going to be an extra yeah, $3. That kid, oh, that mom, her kids did love soccer. Yep. So. <laughs> but that's just it. Where allowances, I think these moms are throwing their hands up in the air saying they don't work. Well, it's because it's only part of the solution. It's like it's like putting together a car and you got like, you know, the wheels and the chassis and the body and the engine and the steering wheel and you're like, well, this car is stupid because it doesn't go. Well, it's because you didn't put in the engine. It's missing an engine. <laughs> but you can't say cars are stupid just because the car you made doesn't work. It, cars are a vehicle. It, the car you made is, is missing some key components, you know, or maybe you've got the engine and the, the chassis and the body, but... Yeah, you got to put gas in it. Or there are no wheels. Like you, you have to have the whole, the whole shebang, the the whole thing. Anyway, so I, I think it is important for your kids to have money. It, that is correct, but don't think that that alone is going to get you places. Right, and so money pants. When it comes to the comparison between money pants and allowance, you know, money pants is so much smarter than an allowance. Money pants is the vehicle. For teaching financial responsibility, um, it, it achieves the vision of, of all the expectations of an allowance, and then some. And that's why we say, you know, 
in the in the bout between an allowance and money pants, there's no contest. Money pants wins hands down. Ding ding ding! We have a winner. Oh, you want me to say that? Yeah. And so in the fight between an allowance and money pants, ding 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 ding, we have a winner. It's Captain Money Pants. I landslide. <laughs> And that's all we have to say for today. If you like what you hear in this podcast, please tell your friends they may want to listen to. And if you have a suggestion for a future podcast, go to our website under support and click contact us. Send us an email and we'll get right on it. And that's it for today. Enjoy a Falcon Jasper capriciously calculated continuous chorus cacophony. We'll see you next time.